Hey everybody, it is MJ, your favorite person to listen to on your favorite podcast. And today I am talking about some old school college stuff. So I haven't really talked about some of my escapades during my college years. And so I think this is going to be a really good one. Okay, so long story short, as short as I can possibly make it, is that at one point in time, I had a roommate, and my roommate actually is my bestie currently right now, her cousin on her father's side. So we all went to college together. But this cousin um, was much older. Well, not much older, but kind of older where she already had kids. Um, And she decided that she wanted to come back and go to college. Okay, nothing wrong with that about wanting to get your education. So she moved to Louisiana and was going to school, and she brought her two kids with her. Okay. So how I got involved in the situation and we became roommates was we had um, one of the hurricanes, I don't remember which one, came through town, and basically it flooded New Orleans. So during that time, I was living with the bestie and we had a basement apartment and that basement apartment got flooded. And then my bestie decided, you know what? I've had enough. I'm moving back to Texas. I'm going to go to school in Texas because I don't want to deal with this terrible weather and all this, that and the other. So long story short, me and the cousin linked up and moved into a house together. Okay. Not a big deal. We've got the kids. It worked for me because I didn't have a car at the time. She had a car. And whenever, I guess, our school schedules were not the same. So I got to use the car to go to classes, bring the car back. And then by that time, whenever she needed to go to class or the kids needed to do whatever, we, you know, we took turns, you know, working it out, basically. That's what you're doing here in college. Okay. Well... One of the things I would say is that sometimes, and I don't know if other people have had hard times when they were in college, it's always been told to me that, you know, you're in that stage of learning if you can swim or if you're going to sink. And so sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And that means eating hot dogs and ramen or whatever. And when we kind of um, got a little low on our funds, as you would say, we would try our luck and go to the casino. That's what we did. So, and, you know, I talked about in some of my intro and one of my past lives, I guess you could say that I turned into a somewhat semi-professional gambler. Hmm, there's that. Okay, put it out there. So, basically, like I said, when we would get down on our funds, we'd go to the casino Take your last 20 or we put it together or whatever and put it on the blackjack table and do what you got to do. So there's that. Well, my roommate situation was a little different. She's got kids. So and also her job at the time um, was like a traveling, I guess you would say a traveling phlebotomist. So she would do the... um, the uh, drug, and she would do blood draws and the blood, I mean, in the um, urine uh, specimens for some of the college uh, st- uh, athletes. So she would do the urine analysis for them. 
So she would have to travel out of town a lot of times. And then I would also be the babysitter. And they would supply her with a company vehicle. And I would be the babysitter, take take the car, deal with the kids, go to class, whatever. All right. Well, let's see. We've been living in this house probably four months. It's coming along around about Christmas time. And, oh, also, she's the one who found the house. And I asked when we first moved in, do I need to be on a lease? She was like, no, I got it. You know, it just needs to be one. I can just put my name on it. I'm good. You know, you just pay half the rent and the utilities, whatever. Okay. So it's the holidays. She tells me she's going out of town to go see her mom and take the kids. And I said, okay. And she was like, I'll be back after the first of the year. And actually, this was actually the first time living in New Orleans that I actually wasn't going back to my hometown in Chicago. I was staying there for Christmas. I don't remember why. I don't know if I was, if I had a bad breakup. I don't know. I can't remember. But it had to be something why I didn't want to go home that year. I don't know what was going on. Anyway, so... I'm chilling, hanging out. I'm at the house by myself. She's out of town. They had another cousin because it's like it was like cousin festival, besties, cousins, all that. So everybody just do drop in, stop in, whatever. So he he was he. I think he lived somewhere else. Or I think he was in New Orleans. I can't remember because people so in and out of our house so much. But I think he was visiting or he was staying with us. Right before Christmas, or he was going to stay. I think his girlfriend, as I recall now, he had a girlfriend that lived in New Orleans. That's what it was because he wasn't living there. He came to visit and he knew that I was going to stay for Christmas. So he was like, hey, can I stay with you? And I was like, sure, but this is their cousin. So I don't care. It's whatever. So I guess he went out on a date or something. I'm in the house minding my own business. And all of a sudden, the lights go out. I'm like, okay, why the lights go? I go look outside. All the street lights on. It's dark. You know, I'm the only one. That, I don't have any lights. I'm like, what's happening? Did the, something blow? I go check fuses, everything. I click all the buttons or click the switches or whatever. Everything's working fine. Nothing. No lights. Hmm. So I was like, okay. Now, remember, she signed a lease, all the utilities in her name. I just do my part and give my part every month. So I'm sitting there, light some candles. I don't panic. Like, maybe they're going to come back on. I don't know. Didn't dawn on me what I know you all are thinking. So then I go to the bathroom. Flush the toilet. Get ready to wash my hands. No water's coming on. So now I'm like, wait a minute, what's happening here? Okay. So I don't have no water. I'm in the house full of candles. So by this time, the cousin comes and I tell him what's going on. And he's like, the first thing he says, well, did she pay the bills? 
I said, I don't know. I assume I gave my part, so I, I don't know if she paid the bills. And I would assume so. She knew that I was staying here for the holidays, and I know she did not go out of town and leave me here knowing that you didn't pay the water bill or the, get, or the, or the light bill. I just know not. I said, so this has just got to be some type of crazy, cosmic something in the atmosphere in the universe. So he's like, okay, well, um, how long are you going to sit in here without any water and no lights? Because I'm about to go. I said, I can rock it out tonight. I said, and if, it's, if the lights are not back on in the morning, I'm going to call her and figure out what's happening. He was like, okay, good luck with that. So he leaves. So I'm there that night. I make it through. I get up that morning. And I was startled out of my sleep. And I was startled out of my sleep because I heard some commotion at the front door. And it sounded like some chains rattling. So I opened the front door and there's this guy standing there with a padlock and like some chain, a chain and a padlock in his hand. So I'm like, what the, you know, what the hell are you doing? He's like, uh, who are you? Because you're not such and such. And I'm like, I live here, and she's out of town on vacation. What's happening? He was like, she has not paid the rent in three months. Say what? I said, well, I'm her roommate, and I've been giving her my part. And he was like, I don't know what to tell you. I told her this is what I was going to do. So you need to get your stuff and get out. I said, I don't have anywhere to go. So I explained my situation, told him, hey, I'm the roommate. I did my part. You know, let me call her. It's got to be a misunderstanding. Let me just give me some time to get this straight now. He was like, you got 48 hours. Okay. So by this time, I'm pissed, hot, like on fire. Call her. Like, this is what's going on. Did you not pay the rent? Did you not pay the utility bills? What's going on? And, of course, she's like, I did, but this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. Ain't no buts. He said you haven't paid the rent in three months. I've been giving you money every day for three, you know, for the last three months, the utility bills, all that. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? So it's a big blow up. It's a bl- When I say big, it's big. So she was like, okay, well, let me uh, try to c- figure something out. I'm like, there's nothing to figure out. He's giving me 48 hours. You got a roof over your head. I'm stuck down here. I'm not trying to get a plane ticket and fly back to Chicago at the last minute. I was having plans to stay here for the holiday. What what am I supposed to do? So she was like, I'll call you back. So I am like pissed. I done called everybody and called all the cousins to tell them what this cousin did. Y'all done got me stuck with this roommate and this, that, and other. Oh, I just done blew up the spot. I just have carried on acting a complete nut. Okay, put a pin in that. So the other cousin that's there, he comes back. I tell him what happens. So he's like, say, cuz, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I don't know. Maybe we just need to get in the car and go to Dallas and go be with the bestie. I said, I'm not going to Dallas because if she's three months behind, I've got to find a place to live. School will be starting back in January. I've got to find an apartment somewhere. I need somewhere to go. So at this time, I have a good friend, and he happened to call at the right time. 
And so he was like, what you doing? I told him what was happening. He was like, okay. He was like, well, I'm going to come pick you up, take you out. I said, okay. So we go out, have dinner. And just for kicks and giggles, he was like, let's stop by the casino. I'm like, I don't want to go to the casino. I don't have no money. I'm about to get put out. I'm just, oh, woe is me, carrying on, whatever. He was like, calm down. You'll be fine. So he was like, here. So he handed me a $100 bill. I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? I need to be putting this in my pocket. He was like, go over there to that slot machine, pick whatever slot machine you want, and put it in. I'm like, I don't have time to be gambling $100. Didn't I just tell you? I ain't got no water, no lights. I got to figure this out. He was like, I just got a feeling. I'm like, well, you got more than a feeling because I, I ain't got nothing. He was just like, go do it. I said, okay, and if I put all this money in the slot machine and I lose it, are you going to let me come and stay with you? He was like, yes. So just go do what I tell you to do. I said, okay. So mind you, remember I said I was a professional. I turned kind of to a professional gambler. What my normal strategy would be is to get on a blackjack table, get your money up, and then as your money starts going down, then I would cool off a little bit, go play the slots. Now, I wasn't playing slot machines like crazy because you can do better on the tables in my personal opinion. So, you know, slots are just up for chance. It's just what it is. And if I did play the slot machine, it would always be the dollar machines. I never bumped up to no $5 machine. Not with my money anyway. So he gave me this $100. I went over and saw the sevens because that's my favorite lucky number and double diamonds. So what girl doesn't like diamonds? Okay. Put it in there. Hit the maximum. The first try. It must have, I know, I, I'm not going to say it must have been. It was the Lord. I promise you. The first try, I hit the jackpot. $10,000. Yes. I know. $10,000. Are you crazy? I lost my you know what. Okay. You can fill, put, fill in the blank for my you know what. Because you know what I lost. I must have cried screamed, yelled, rolled around on the ground. I completely lost it. I was like, you got to be freaking kidding me. He was like, I told you. I'm like, okay. I'm like hugging, crying, kissing him. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just can't believe it. They cashed me out. They were like, you know, you got to pay the taxes on it later or whatever. They gave me my full $10,000, not in a check, cash money. I was so nervous getting out of that casino. You should have seen me. I was like, hurry up and get me to the car and let me get myself together. Okay. Okay. Thank God. Okay. I, I got a plan. Got some money. But do I catch up on the bills? Or do I try to go find me a place? And do I find a place really in less than, because the clock is ticking down less than 48 hours. Okay, well, here's the other part of that. My hairdresser, I know you're probably like, how are you in college and got a hairdresser? Okay, I'm just, you know, one minute you talk about you being broke, and this is just a life that we lived. And I had a hairdresser, and she, she was affordable, and girls got to get their hair done, okay? So I saved my money. I, I, I had a little piece of a job, so, you know, I got my hair done. So anyway, my hairdresser, I'm telling her the story. 
She's like, well, there is about maybe about three blocks down from her, a duplex that she knew that was for sale, not for sale, you know, for rent. So I was like, oh, she was like, I'm going to go first thing tomorrow morning, go get the phone number, let you call and see if it's available. We did. I mean, I did all this in 48 hours. Seriously. Uh, We call. I called the guy. He was like, how fast can you move in? I said, I can move in today. I can start moving my stuff today. And so he was like, "Okay." I said, "Um, I will give you I said, I'll give you the deposit plus two months rent. I mean, I was serious. I was like, I got to get out of there. And it was the cutest. Oh, my gosh. It was cute as pie. It was the cutest duplex, my duplex, because everything at that time, I don't, you know, things are a little bit different now. It was so cute and charming in New Orleans. So it had a little white picket fence. And so on my side, you go up the steps. I was one story. The people that were attached to it had a two story. And that's another story for another day. Oh, my gosh. I just thought about that. Um, one of them was a, a lounge singer. The wife was a lounge singer and the husband owned a smoke shop. And they carried on and had all kind of escapades going on next door. But anyway, so all I had was my bed, my mattress, and a dresser. I got my clothes. My friend who took me to the casino. He was like, he had a truck. He was like, we can break this bed down, put all the stuff in the back of the truck, move me in literally the next day. So I still had to wait to get my utilities put turned on and all that kind of stuff. But whatever, I got candles. It's fine. It'll be okay. So I'm still waiting on that phone call from my roommate to call back. Mm, three days later, three or four days later, she finally called back. Yeah. Hey. Um, I talked it, talked it through and talked to the landlord and he's going to give me some more time. And, um, you know, I just want to make sure that you were okay. And this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and, and also at this is the time when cell phones started, it was the flip phone. It was the flip cell phones. So I had a cell phone also, but again, don't forget I did have a job. So anyway, I'm like, so, cause I know if I'm listening to the story, I'm like, how does she find you if you don't have a home phone? And I had a cell phone. So I said, okay, well, that's all good and fine or whatever you need to do, but I've moved out. Oh, really? You found a place that quick? Sure did. Okay. All right. I said, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I'll talk to you when you get back in town. Click. So she comes back a few days later, calls me. Hey. Um, I don't know where you're staying, but is it okay for us to come over, me and the kids, because we don't have no heat, because it was wintertime, and it doesn't get that cold in New Orleans, but it was still chilly, because we don't have any heat, lights, water, all that good stuff, till I can get myself together, and I have a bleeding heart. I said the kids can come, but you got to find another place to stay. Because the way you did me was dirty. So the kids are more than welcome to come. I said, but you have to figure it out. Because that was just unnecessary. And I just don't know what to say about all that. She was like, okay, fair enough. It's like, okay. And so I let the kids come. Because by this time, I'm kicking and I'm chilling. I got uh, my, I, after I won all my money, I went and ordered furniture, 
went and got me a futon and threw it in the front. I got a rug. I mean, I am like kicking it, having a good time, you know, doing well. So I'm like, okay. And the rent was very affordable. I want to say when you think about how much we pay for rent and things like that, I remember the first place that I lived once I moved off the dorm, out of the dorm, I lived in a shotgun house across the street from the school. And I think my rent was four fifty. You can't find anything in America for four fifty. That's decent. I mean, seriously. And I had a cute shotgun house. It was real cute. It was across the street in the Gentilly area. So I mean, it was nice. So that was four fifty. And I want to say that maybe when I moved into this duplex, it might have been five hundred dollars, if that. So you know. You didn't have too much too too much to do to try to make rent and, and actually make bills. It was affordable for college students at the time. So, if anybody's trying to put you know do the math and saying that the math isn't math and as the kids say, the math was mathing back then. And that's all I got for you. So I call that no lights, no water. Happy Merry Christmas. And that was my Merry Christmas. Ten thousand dollars. Cha ching. And that's all I got for you guys. It's MJ. I'm signing off. You can reach me on my Instagram. I'll put a pin in that 72. Until next time, talk to you later.